Hello, welcome. This is episode three. Um, it has been a while. <laughs> Let's put oh, it lightly. Um, so in this episode, we're going to kind of talk about long distance friendships, um, which you thought would be relevant, just kind of given the obvious, I guess. Um, and also just because of like COVID and things like that, uh, such friendships have just become more common, I think, versus kind of a reluctance or people not really understanding beforehand, which obviously wasn't really by people's choice. Um, but I think it'd still be interesting nevertheless. So I thought maybe we'd kind of start with like how we became friends if we've not covered that yet. Yeah, I don't think we really have covered it like briefly probably, but not in any detail. If yeah. there's detail to it, because I don't know. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not 100% sure actually. I feel like it's kind of strange because like, I know a lot of people would make friends online and things like that, but the way they do it is like, Oh, I messaged them and that was it. But it wasn't really like that. We were kind of just in the same community for like a long time. It's probably the best way to put it, I guess. Yeah, we were, I think um, it was for at least three years or maybe even longer before we yeah. actually met. And we weren't friends at first, I don't think. No, we were. I, I don't think we had beef though, but like a lot of our friends uh, now, we definitely had beef with. <laughs> Um, but I don't think we did yeah I don't think we did I know that you were like friends with like you were like a certain group I was kind of in like a certain group well I kind of made my own group because at the time everyone was like really kind of I don't want to say like exclusionary but I feel like that's what it was everyone stuck to themselves they didn't really talk to people that weren't outside their group and all this yeah. sort of stuff and it's really not the same anymore which is nice but at the time, we were just like, oh, fuck it. Like, we're going to make our own group. And we, I'm still friends with all those people now, mostly. Um, some people just disappeared off the face of the earth. And we don't know where they've gone. Truly. Um, <laughs> and then sometimes they pop up and they're like, oh, how are you guys doing? I'm like, uh, I'm like huh? whoa, yeah, you're still in this group. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, okay, you're alive. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, and then kind of I guess we ended up branching out to different groups and everyone just kind of became friends in the end but yeah it was definitely a couple of years where I was very aware of who you were but like I was like oh I'm, yeah no because <laughs> I remember you that was you right in the in the uh, London video that was Anna I think really oh I thought you were there too I, I know Anna is in it yeah Anna was in it oh. I was gonna go because I, That's we it, in, this was during GCSEs, right? Which you sit when you're 15, 16. So this is how long ago this was. <laughs> I definitely do remember you tweeting about like wanting to go. I was looking at going because I think I didn't have an exam that day, but I think I wasn't allowed to go because I had like a science exam the day after or something. There was some reason that I couldn't go. Yeah. So against the current, we're making like a music video in London. And this was what, 2016, I think. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to drop names because it's just going to get confusing for people. But I was friends with the person who was in it. Um, the friend of a friend sort of thing. Um, and yeah I was gonna go this was doing a music video in like the park or was it like well it wasn't a park was it like Leicester? they um I know they did like the part just them walking yeah. through London and then I don't know if it was a park or not they had like a bunch of fence around yeah, them and it was fun somewhere. I know that much but um, but yeah, um, against current their music video in London and stuff, and Chrissy sung on the tube. Like, I'm sorry, that's quite a lot of bravery, really. London is a fuck you do it. 
obviously that's great you know it's not just like the random guy Uh, (laughs) that happens (laughs) yeah so this proves how long we'd been aware of each other like I'd been I think I'd only been really on that kind of Twitter space since 2015 so only a year yeah same before that um but we didn't really talk till what I'm gonna say 18 was it 18 17 maybe potentially I think 2017 because that's when uh Hunger did their uh tour with the oh, Grand. wow yeah we were already friends okay yeah I'd say it's very late 2016 or very early 17 maybe. yeah because okay. okay. I definitely do remember um I remember falling was, private. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that was like where I talked about like, you know. Yeah, everything. The team. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So um, we definitely were more friendly by that point. But yeah, it, it was it was very strange before that. I said that in the most confusing way ever, I think. Just Yeah, Twitter. we basically just met on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Total that's band. Yeah. That's the easiest way to say it. Um, and we were kind of have mutual friends or people we knew at the time. Although yes. I think I was really badly fallen out with one of your friends at that point, which is really quite funny to think of. <laughs> I'm trying not to name drop anyone, but we <laughs> Oh true. <laughs> but that's fine now. Yeah, we literally hung out like for a whole weekend. So like yeah, it's so you quite- can you can name drop. It doesn't really matter now. <laughs> yeah, I they were really not friendly. I don't know what it was over. Yeah, fair but, enough. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, and at that time, I feel like if you were falling out of someone's friend, you couldn't become friends with them. Like there was like a weird, weird things going on. Yeah, that is yeah true. Then eventually, was it uh, fall of twenty eighteen? We actually yeah. first met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In real life, was it a King's Cross? Yeah, it was a King's Cross because you were there with India as well. You two had already met yes. up, and I was at King's Cross, and I think you'd come from Victoria to King's Cross because she got the train into Victoria. I think it was, or maybe Waterloo. I don't know. It was one of the other stations, um, and I could only get into King's Cross coming from like the north and stuff. Um, and yeah, it was like literally in. Like it was by those weird like bench things they have outside yes. of the house. <laughs> I remember being so shocked how small you actually were. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> that, yeah, that is I quite remember that. And then we went and drank in a Starbucks and I think someone got the wrong drink and we had to kind of be like, hey. And I remember it being quite awkward. But but at first it, it just was awkward in general because we were like you're now in front of me. You're not yeah. just like in my text messages or like on FaceTime oh, or anything. Yeah. It was like, you're right here. Like, what the hell do I do? And we were all, I remember, because there was a little bit of time between each of us getting our drinks. So yeah. it was like one of you went to get a table and then the other went there too. And I think either you or me were the latest to join. And it was just like, we sat down and we, we were just like, okay, what do we do now? And some of us had food as well. So we were like, yeah, how do you ha- have a conversation while you're also eating? And it was, we were all way too aware of like being there. <laughs> I agree. Really, uh, I don't know. It was weird. In, in a way, it was like embarrassing for no reason. Yeah, I, I mean... Yeah, I think I think we got over it quite quickly, but it was that stuff. Yeah. 
was like <laughs> um and I remember someone took an Instagram story and it was like the most horrific angle of me my eyebrows looked like they're taking up like half of my forehead and then I just remember reposting it anyway like fuck it but I remember looking at it and being like oh my god do I look like that like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's so funny though um that'll be somewhere in like the archive on Instagram I'm not scrolling back right now I can't be bothered but yeah that's, and then that's a funny memory that was really funny and then later I don't really remember like how that went and how we eventually met up with the rest of the group um oh yeah um, I think we all just went to the venue and that's where we met up oh no 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 um what happened was Kati and Vicky had their flights cancelled because yeah. there was oh a, yes like, airline strike or something like that it was Ryanair. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, there was an airline, like a baggage handling strike or something like that. Um, and they had to get like a 12-hour bus. And I was staying at the same place as them. So I had to go and pick up the keys. And I'm pretty sure you two came with me. Yeah, I, I definitely came with you. And then I remember we went to get loads of drinks from a Tesco, like me and India. And we were carrying these bags. And we, there was yes. people on our arms were like hurting. Here, I remember this because then I had to stay at the apartment because Anna was coming over. Oh yeah, and we couldn't get we couldn't get a hold of her or whatever. So you and uh, India went to get drinks and food and everything. Really heavy. <laughs> and then when Anna arrived, we went to Tesco's, and then oh, yeah. we went to the different. We went to a different one, which was closer. Oh, and we'd walked ages with these really heavy bags. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you guys went to one just way further away. I don't know why. Uh, and then, because it was the release day of Against the Current's album, Past Lives. Yeah. Um, we just spent ages decorating the, the, the place and like blowing up balloons, jamming to the deal album. Like it was so much fun. <laughs> And there was some other stuff I'm probably not going to mention, but we knew that day was going to be was pretty cool in general. Yeah, for sure. Even yeah. though it didn't happen, but like we knew it was yeah, going to be. I'm not, I, I mean, I still actually haven't told anyone about that. I don't think. I've told it well. Like our group knows maybe a couple of us, but like it's not like a known thing. I don't think. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. But it was generally like a really fun time. And I... I took like dutch snacks and stuff i fed you all oh, yeah, with the dutch food and i uh and then i think james and darren turned up and evan was on his flight from canada at that point yeah i'm still mad that evan came all the way from like toronto <laughs> he did it twice <laughs> he did it twice as well yeah but for like a weekend that was and i was like oh my god yeah he was barely even in london he was there he just popped up and then he disappeared <laughs> But it was fun, though, because after the show, we all just went back to the apartment again. And um, Evan was there as well. And, like, everybody was there. Yeah. And that's when, I don't know, it was a lot of fun. And just hanging out after the show was really fun. Yeah. I, I'm remembering something that I'm going to have to cut out so I don't come across as mean. Uh, remember after the show when we had, like, loads of people, like, following us? <laughs> yes oh my god <laughs> what was that about i don't know because everybody knew who we were yeah that's true actually it sounds weird but like i promise we're not lying here 
um because we had like i remember we posted a photo together and it got like at least 70 likes people have been like oh my god you guys that's why everybody everybody was so excited that all of us met exactly yeah because i think i'd met maybe a couple of you before i don't really know maybe it was the first time meeting everyone but it's been chaos and fun it was it was a lot a lot of fun and now like um one of them is like at a university really near me um so we actually have not really seen each other because of covid and stuff but we said like oh we're so close we should meet up and then it's just like mm. it just doesn't happen <laughs> but but we we should um and then everyone else is just really spread out quite far but yeah like i've got so much admiration for like Katie and vicky for taking that 12 hour bus so that was that was a lot of respect um and a lot of fun and we've met up uh, several times since I think I've met Carti the most because I went to Germany yeah um yeah so yeah that's crazy so much yeah. fun um, but yeah yeah Twitter and things like that and then obviously we kind of met up a couple of times since and we probably would have met up more because we all really really love traveling and things like that yeah but because of COVID it's just been completely fucked <laughs> Yeah, because we they met in 2019 in London again. again in December. Yeah. Yeah. Um I was yeah, I I was planning on coming over last year at least mm. once or twice. Um but yeah, well, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I was gonna like they introduced the London to Amsterdam like Eurostar like last year as well. Yeah. And I was like But I don't think that makes a lot makes a big difference with like money. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it does. But that was something that I was, I think they were doing like a promo thing when they first launched it. And I was like, oh, I'll do that. And then COVID was like, no, the fuck you won't. Um, yeah. But I was meant to travel loads. I was meant to go to like Brazil and Argentina and like Sweden. And- True. <laughs> just, I don't think I'll go now because obviously because of COVID, it was like, I mean, I've saved some money, but also like family and members have spent more money and things like that due to jobs and all this sort of stuff. So I don't think that's realistically going to happen for a while anyways. And Brazil's not, not doing well put it that way so it's gonna be a while yeah um but I'm just excited just to get out of England frankly because it's been so long I'm but the issue is like I'm fully vaccinated but my friends obviously are not yet they've had like one vaccine and because it's like an eight-week gap it means like they're not going to be vaccinated till probably like September which that sucks and like you and at the minute solo traveling I've done a lot of it and I'll probably do like a whole episode talking about it at one point solo travel is not I don't know if it is back on the ground yet, but the thing is, like, the whole thing about solo travel is you meet other people when you're there. Yeah. But if it's COVID, are you actually going to meet other people? Mm, We're just going to be yeah. sat, sadly, in a coffee shop. <laughs> I mean, it kind of depends as well. Like, you're obviously, like, really careful with, yeah. uh, with your health and stuff. So, in your case, you will be, you know, kind of sitting alone at places. Exactly. Well, like, somebody who is, like completely healthy probably doesn't worry as much yeah exactly yeah I remember as well in 2019 when we met up I had like I think I started crying on the train after not like sobbing but I just felt like really off like on the train like after the show ended and we'd all like split up again and I was like something just feels off it feels like an end of an era it feels like it's gonna be years and years and years and I can't really explain why and then I think I texted you like, right, I need to, I had a feeling I needed to see as many people as I could again before like everyone left. So I was like, uh, they had to go to the airport 
to go back to Germany and you were getting you were like uh getting an early morning bus and things so I was like right I'll I, we've got to be out early anyways because they're going to the airport so I'll meet you for like breakfast and that's when I told you and you were like oh I know what you mean this is actually interesting because I completely forgot that you actually came down <laughs> that's so funny yeah you did Jeez, that's great. Yeah, that was fun. It was early as well, like early. I'm pretty sure we were up at five. Like, yeah, because usually the bus either goes at like seven or nine. I think, and yeah, I think it was seven. Left the apartment at like five because their flight was seven. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) yeah, that was crazy. Um, and I just remember saying to you like something just feels off, and you were like, I kind of know what you mean, but none of us really knew exactly what was gonna happen (laughs) yeah and you were like fully like I don't think we'll see each other for a while and I was like well we'll see about that (laughs) yeah and I I was like I cannot explain why it just feels like something big is about to happen and I can't figure out why and Kati was just like oh you just had a lot of changes in your life that'll just be it like you just had a long day when I was with her and then now she's like you were right (laughs) so it's it's very funny um yeah, I don't know. It's it's an interesting one. I also remember um walking we were we went to Winter Wonderland. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It was so and busy. It was <laughs> it was like half flooded in some areas, I swear. Yeah, honestly, we were uh we stood in line for like half an hour or 45 minutes. I don't even know. It was forever. Yeah. But once we were inside, it was so much fun. And I, I think you mentioned it then as well. Like, I, we're not seeing each other for a while. And you went on, like, a whole rant about it. Like, this is not, I don't even remember what you were saying. But, like, you kept bringing it up. Bringing it up and it was so funny. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. It was just really bothering me and I couldn't figure out why. Just overwhelming as well. Like, you just get the, I, I know what, what the feeling is like, though. Like, you something just enters your your brain or whatever and you're like you cannot let it go and like it's it's weird it's like you know but you don't know what and the fact that you don't know what actually makes it worse yeah or worse just like it makes it more confusing yeah because you're like if I knew what it was I'd be better prepared but if I knew what it was that would terrify I think yeah I think you would have gone on like you would have had a mental breakdown like crazy (laughs) you guys would be like what the fuck do you mean a virus like you go you need to stop watching so many sci-fi movies or something like you guys would have been like uh, that would have been funny now but it's weird looking back at it now because everyone's like fuck (laughs) we're fucked Um, yeah absolutely um it's it's a weird one but i kind of feel like it's taught a lot of people kind of what we already knew before about like how to actually maintain friendships over distance and the fact that like it isn't really that hard in my opinion no I don't think so either it's like I mean my first longer distance friendships were when I was like 12 yeah um so I'm kind of used to it because I never really got along with people in my town anyway um, <laughs> I think I literally I don't have anyone I talk to from school that uh, I, I talk to that went to, I went to school with like regularly I have a couple of people I speak to occasionally and I like them but like we're not 
really friends anymore then the yeah. friends I had for eight years uh can I say this or would they I don't think they're watching I don't think they'll be watching but they kicked off like if I even mention it because they seem to figure out everyone knows who they are when I don't think anyone really does I don't think anyone was paying that much attention <laughs> to like who we were all friends with to be honest and um, they went and just left me like in the middle of Berlin at like midnight and it was that's so fucking rude like how just yeah. know like if even if you get into like an argument or whatever you make sure yeah everybody gets healthy no but i don't know traveling generally like to see your long distance friends is just one of the most fun things like um my favorite experience is usually uh vienna because it's like it just feels so every time i'm there i just feel so welcomed um like i can always hang out with judith like i can yeah. always stay with her you I should be around her so that was nice hmm? oh yeah she when i yeah. went to vienna Mm-hmm. she uh she has shown me around many times <laughs> and actually at some point i remember this very very well <laughs> um we so my first time i went to this uh area like i think it was two or three years later we mm-hmm. wanted to do some photos in that area oh, okay and she yeah, actually goes to uni close to there yeah, yeah. and she didn't know where the hell this spot was anymore <laughs> and I, I just walked there like blindly I was like I know where to go <laughs> like I'm there pretty much every yeah every year since 2017 I've been nice. even even in 2020 I quickly went yeah away. 24 you hours I was when you yeah less I wasn't even well I think I landed at like four and then I don't know. No, I oh, I don't even remember. I think I had to be at the airport at like four or five the next day. Yeah. But it was it was Pretty the tight. best thing ever though. Like I would do that one hundred percent again. Yeah. No, I remember and I think it was like quite like fast. I remember being like, Have you had any sleep? And you were like, No. <laughs> I think I had like two hours of sleep. It was just generally because I went there to surprise some friends and then yeah. um a concert and everything and when I got on that flight again uh or no when we got back mm-hmm. to uh to Judith's parents place it was just I was exhausted but at the same time I was so happy that it all happened so perfectly yeah and because I was really worried about um if I would even get on the flight if I would get into the country if yeah yeah and the day before, actually, I read something that I was supposed to have a test or whatever. And uh, so I was stressing to Judith, uh, Judith her sister, Lydia, because Judith was at work. And I was like, oh, my God, like, can you help me? Like, please, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was like, no. she, she did her research. She's like, no, don't worry. Here are the screenshots. So if they ask anything, just show them this uh, so you know what you you know yeah uh, what you signed up for <laughs> and it was very stressful I was terrified <laughs> and then uh yeah I don't know it was generally like a, a pretty cool experience mm-hmm. very stressful very stressful but I would do it again 
Yeah, absolutely. I feel like that that is sort of the thing with long distance friendships. Maybe people don't realize, or maybe people just don't live their lives like this, and we're just a bit of an anomaly. Anomaly, I can't even say it. Um, but like, I feel like it gives you something to look forward to in a way. And because you don't see each other as often, the time you spend together is more memorable or like yeah. better. And I know, like, you could be like, oh, well, you want a friend who you can see for coffee every day, sort of thing like that. That's great, but I'm not gonna lie surely you run out of things to talk, to talk about <laughs> yeah and even especially with Judith like I can probably tell you about every single time I've hung out with her yeah because it, it's just like you said more memorable and even we just like told our story in pretty great detail for so many years ago yeah um and I I'm pretty sure I know um a lot of details of like my first internet friends and us hanging out for the first few times and stuff like that. Like I just thinking about that now, I remember pretty much everything. Yeah. Or at least like the most fun, you know, times. Um, and those were, I mean, at like 12, 13 years old, like the other side of the country is pretty long distance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cause you cannot yeah. just hop on a train and, um hang out with them yeah and like now uh, so yeah yeah I feel like as well for me personally having these friendships prepared prepared me better for university where a lot of my friends were international students and like a lot of people probably would find it hard during summer I mean I haven't seen uh, I've seen like two of my university friends this summer I spent a month in person at university this past academic year, which is crazy. Like, it's not much time at all. But I feel like a lot of people aren't really prepared for, like, in summer when everyone disperses and you're not around everyone every day. Whereas for me, I was like, oh, I know how to maintain this friendship over summer, like, very easily. Um, yeah. And I liked having friends from other countries more because I feel like, one, it teaches you a lot just in general. Two, there's the language benefit. Whereas if you ever go on a trip together, you've probably got quite a good amount of languages together. And if you're with someone from that country, perfect. Like Marta ordering my food in, in Italian because I tried to read it off the menu, but I'd learned Spanish like in school and stuff. So the way I pronounced it was like quite Spanish with a bit mm. like Spanish-French convo and it just was pronounced completely wrong. So she was like, I'll, I'll take care of this. Um and uh yeah again like having a local to show you around like I said uh Judith Marta uh who else showed me around when I was uh Hannah in Hamburg um who else I had some people who didn't show me around but they gave me tips on like their city and stuff oh at uh, Kim in Berlin um, yeah but yeah, generally like when you're especially when you're staying at hostels you can literally ask anybody uh usually they're like around your your own age and you can just be like hey uh do you do you have any recommendations or just the staff but um usually people who stay there actually know a lot about the area as well yeah I had a lot of people when I was in Florence tell me to go to Siena but I didn't have the time because they told me on my like last day but now I definitely know like a lot more places and like small villages and stuff like that that's definitely worth visiting um but when I was there I went in June and um I, I think it was like holidays for maybe Aussies or something like that because everyone was Australian <laughs> um, literally everyone or American there was a lot of Americans as well but it was kind of a divide like you know like they had like you say they had like a dining hall the Aussies 
and everyone else one side, the Americans on the other. Um, there was a lot of Koreans and Singaporeans as well, actually. Um, but uh, I remember, like, I was either completely different nationality. There was hardly any British people. I guess it's because summer doesn't really start to late July for us in terms of, like, holidays and stuff. Um, and also, uh, I was younger than everyone because unless you'd taken a year out of education, you'd still be, like, in education till the end of July sort of thing again. So everyone was sort of, like late 20s to be honest with you which is quite weird because everyone else I've told like everyone's like oh everyone's normally like 19 and I was like mm, I don't know about well, that um but I liked it though like it didn't stop me from making friends with anyone I've still got a couple of people I follow and talk to now um all of who I actually met in Italy I don't mean I talked to anyone that I didn't met in Italy anymore oh there's someone who goes to my university who if I see I'll say hi that I'm in Germany but yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. do you remember your first internet friends oh um I was a big Ariana Grande fan um but like I don't think I made that good friends of anyone until it was like people I talked to a bit but like not really friend friends and the only one would be my friend Mo, who I haven't actually spoken to since last August. I've still got his number on my phone. We used to talk fairly regularly and then just kind of things were busy. I can message him again. I haven't spoken to him in ages. But he's probably the first one. Um, but we, yeah, we haven't spoken since last August. I looked at my WhatsApp thinking, oh, I'll message him. It's been a while and it's been a year. And I was like, I might just leave it now. <laughs> I don't feel the need for a friendship to have to speak to someone every single day. And I think that is because also of the long distance thing. I know so many people that speak to their friends all day, every day. I, I'm not interesting enough for that. I don't have enough topics to talk about. <laughs> like not You don't? <laughs> well, maybe. But like... No, you you won't have enough topics, but you will have enough conversation. To like, you will yeah. have enough to talk about for like days and days and days. But hmm. I don't know. It's... It just drains you, or it it does for me at least. And there's a couple group chats that I talk to every day. Um, Currently, there's only one that I really talk to. Um, But like, the conversations just skip or like skip. I don't know, change so fast. Um, And there's quite a lot of people, so everybody has like their own thing to say. And I feel like that's a lot. I don't know. I feel like that's a lot different compared to individual yeah. conversations every single day. As well, like I've kind of briefly touched upon this already. Like it improves the way, like eventually most people don't live in the same place they met all their friends, even if they met all their friends like in person the first time around. Like if you meet all your friends at university, eventually you're probably all going to move to different places. Not always. Some of you, you could all end up living in London, but you could all end up living in different parts of London, which yeah. still could feel quite like a big difference to living in the same house or next door to someone. Um, but I feel like as well as, you know, making you able to deal with distance and things like that more, it also gives you like a more multicultural outlook on the world. Like the way you realise the way you learn things in your country is not always the correct way. Or like you realise that every single place is different and it also gives you an idea into like languages and things like that. Like I can, there's certain words I can pick up in pretty much every language that everyone speaks now because I've heard them say it. Do you mm-hmm. want to absolutely not but then I remember you were talking in Dutch and I could figure out what you were saying yeah uh, 
in London and I do I speak a word of Dutch no I don't even know how you would say hi to someone like but you were like talking in Dutch and like you were talking about where you were staying and stuff like that and like I obviously could pick up the English place names and stuff and then I could figure out all the rest of what you were saying from that yeah exactly like that's that's a good part about uh languages I guess because especially when I mention like oh I'm staying here or in that area or whatever like you hear that so then you already obviously know I have the same thing with German like I will hear like or understand maybe two three words out of an entire sentence and I'll be like oh okay you can like piece it together exactly yeah Yeah. and I I actually I remember like every time I was in bars or something with my friends and they were speaking German to each other Mm. um I would like sometimes like listen just to see how much I could understand yeah Um, and usually sometimes they would like they would start laughing and uh they would look at me and start explaining what they were laughing about to just like include me which was so sweet but like I was like I know what you're talking about (laughs) there was like I remember this one time we were at a party and um they were talking about like uh the game what are the odds and somebody like was like oh what are the odds you would do this yeah and uh I could I didn't know I don't even remember the German words but like he started explaining the game I was like oh I know that that's what what are the odds Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, he barely even started explaining the game, really. Like, I just knew what they were talking about because they had just done it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like those kind of things. And that happens a lot, actually. What I also find very interesting, because I do have a lot of German friends, but um, my Austrian fan, uh, friends, fans, what? <laughs> my, my Austrian fans. My fans, <laughs> my Austrian friends, I understand better when they're speaking German, and I don't know why. I think it's the accent, probably. Probably, but yeah, I mean, I am more around them, and I hear yeah. that more often than my German friends, so I guess that makes sense. But I find that with, like, I mean, obviously, I'm learning French, which I'll get onto in a minute because I'm, <laughs> I've got something funny to say about that. But um, I could understand the accent from the north really easily, like sort of Normandy, like I guess Paris as well. It's fairly neutral from there. Um, not too hard to understand. They use, I mean, Parisians use a lot of slang, which I don't necessarily get, but like I can understand the accent. Someone from the south or like Monaco, don't even speak to me. I've got no clue what you were saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no clue. Like, and it, people find that weird because I can understand like the Quebec accent in. Canada which is really really strange but because every single word they say is strange you just get used to it like you figure it out whereas it's just I, I can't understand the accent from the south at all it ruins my life <laughs> like I don't I get, get it that. so I'm now like having an in- I bleh, that word what sentences <laughs> I now have an internship <laughs> I now have an internship uh, in tourism and uh it was like last week or something there were some guests and they were speaking like a combination of German and French. And I was like, oh, they're from like really. Conf- huh? 
just bug or something like that. And if that's how you actually say it, but like, no, I was, I was very confused. And I asked them like, Oh, where are you guys from? And they were like Luxembourg. And I was like, Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah, of course. That makes sense. And I was so confused well, because I was like, sense. are you French? Are you German? Like what language am I supposed to like speak to you? Should I just be English? Should I just try speaking some German that I know? Or like, cause I definitely won't try any French. Like, <laughs> not me wrong bitch uh, <laughs> but like it's so interesting I don't expect people to know like Dutch um as long as you can speak English or yeah. German or something like that's something uh, that's spoken quite widely like yeah yeah uh, then I'll be fine uh and even if you don't even speak any of that I'm sure like I've had um, but <laughs> last year actually when I worked at the same for the same company but just in a different department they um there were some guys a little older than me and they were Polish and I was like I have no clue what you're saying so they yeah. got out their phones and they oh, just yeah. put it in translate and I was like oh uh I still don't know what you're talking about but <laughs> I had a Polish co-worker oh yeah <laughs> so I just walked that. over to her and be like these guys want to know something i have no fucking clue what they're on about uh good luck she later explained to me that they were looking for like the prepaid card things for oh, their phone oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and we rarely sell the what the heck are words we rarely sell those anymore i cannot yeah. speak um i can tell i've just been speaking I have not been speaking English as much as I used to because I'm in like a Dutch group chat now yeah <laughs> it's just Dutch all the time pretty much yeah I get that yeah now I'm just mixing up words um, yeah, for me like I'm in a weird place between I want to practice my French but the French are really mean so I don't want to practice my French also are they mean or are they just like a little bit like the Dutch like whatever they're perfect perfectionists so if you get like a tense wrong or something like that they'll be like and the grammar and stuff they're very like like I said they're very protective over the language you've got to get it 100% correct but even I'm like okay then is your English 100% correct can we exactly. talk exactly <laughs> no, I mean, you, um, you could probably uh talk to my mom oh I'm too scared of that I'm definitely afraid I'm gonna be hiding <laughs> why <laughs> No, if I bummed into her at ATC show, I'm just going to be like, mm, je ne parle français, non, bye. <laughs> um, no. She's like, you know more than that. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, uh, je suis idiot, no, bye. I sounded a bit Spanish as I said that, that, that was bad. <laughs> no, I, but in the end, like, just maybe, yeah, like you were talking about uh, on social media, just trying Italian instead, because like, you've got Marta. Yeah um italian is a little it's easier at least to me it's like easier to practice it's easier um i don't know how do you say that like accessible yeah yeah Mm -hmm. same with spanish yeah spanish i was so bad at and i don't know why i found french easier than spanish but i think it's because my primary school had taught me french whereas i had picked up spanish at like 15 um but i was so bad at spanish i remember like three phrases like no hablo espanol idiota and like 
Italian as I say that now. It sounds shit in the accents, but uh, I don't know. I always thought I have quite a thick English accent. It's probably going to be quite hard to ever sound proper in a Maybe. different language. Maybe. Um, Marta has told me that my Italian pronunciation is really good. Like Ooh. a few years ago, um, I was looking up like learning the language actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was reading through like websites and stuff and like learning things. Like where it's like the Dutch or Dutch or English version and then translated to Italian or whatever. And I was reading those things. And I think it it kind of has to do with both language rolling their R's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause then it's just a lot easier. I mean, we generally roll the R's in like the back of our throats mm-hmm. while yeah. they do it in like the front of their mouths which is a difference, but I can do both. Yeah, I can't I can do it. I mean, one thing I notice is if I speak a lot of French, a certain part of my, like, throat hurts. Mm. And I'm guessing it's because I just don't use it. Yeah, I, and it's like, when I speak Dutch, my, my voice is different because it's just a different placement. And it's kind of the same thing with, um, yeah, well, every, pretty much every language. Yeah. Because I feel like, English is a lot more, for me at least, it's a lot more to the back. It's yeah. like in the middle back area. Yeah, well, Dutch I, is a little bit more to the front. Yeah, I find that because I, I, my voice is really, really low in English. I thought my voice was higher in French, but apparently it's lower, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which I didn't realize. Um, I just have a low voice in general, I think. But I, my voice, I can feel it coming from like there. But then if I speak French, it's sort of like there, which is maybe a bad I mean, I'm saying there and there that people are going to be listening to it on audio and just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, the English is like, for me, more towards the back of my throat, Dutch a little bit more to the front, but then there's languages that are completely to the front. Yeah. And even more back as well. I actually know what, uh, if I, if my voice is lower in Dutch or English, I feel like it's English. Yeah, maybe. I have heard you speak both, but I can't really remember. <laughs> it's not a big difference, I don't think. You don't know. Yeah, no, I said that to my sister, I think. I was like, I was like, oh my God, you sound the exact same in Dutch and English, where people normally sound like slightly different. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a... Yeah, I, f- I feel like I can hear a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Um, And, and this is all actually really funny. Because right now... Yesterday, I didn't drink a lot of water. I was low-key dehydrated. And this morning, I woke up. And I it, it just hurts a little. But speaking English, yeah. actually, like I can tell that it hurts more than when I'm speaking Dutch because it's such a different placement for me. Yeah, I, like I said, I was practicing French last night. And a lot of it was like me reading out stuff. And my voice did hurt by the end of the night. I, I, I could feel it. Um, whereas, I mean, in English, it does hurt if I talk for too much or too long, obviously. If you speak for like hours and end, it's going to hurt a bit. But yeah it's, it's obviously just because your voice is way more used to it and things like that yeah. but I definitely find having like tons of international friends is quite useful in a way not just because like you could practice the language with them or they could help you out but also because you would have such different accents and stuff and I feel like you do pick up bits of other people's accent and things like that but also it just proves to you that like you don't need to have like this perf say speaking English you don't need to have like a perfect English accent so in the same way that I don't need to have like a perfect French accent when I speak French or whatever exactly but what is really funny though whenever I hang out with you guys or 
something like a lot of British people, I will start saying certain things with more of a British accent. And every time I do it, I'm like super aware of it because I don't want you guys to think that I'm making fun of you. <laughs> and I'm like, because you guys know my accent. Like it's not, yeah. but I'm, I'm so sensitive to accents, even Dutch accents, like certain like areas. Yeah. I do the exact same thing. And I just know if I would move to the UK for a while, I would complete. I would come back with a completely different accent. Yeah, I know that. Like as well, I think one thing for me that's helped me with accents and languages. I say that as I gave my worst French accent just not long ago. Um, <laughs> I need like about ten minutes to warm up into it. Um, but I feel like I really enjoyed mimicking different types of accents in English, like Aussie, Kiwi, American, South African, stuff like that. And um, because I really enjoyed doing that and acting as a kid, I think it's given me the range that I can mimic accents quite easily. And I think that really, really helps. Um, I've never tried to mimic any of you guys. I don't know where I'd start. <laughs> I think but doing- the thing is as well, like um, my accent is just European. Like you can't really exactly pinpoint where I'm from. So you just be like, okay, kind of American, but like kind of European, like where find the balance (laughs) i don't know i feel like the dutch are very i don't know they adjust um, one of the easiest languages for english speakers to learn so maybe there's enough similarity for it to the accent not to be that strong maybe i I feel like we all of us just adjust very quickly and easily yeah and we um observe accents so well and from like a really yeah. young age so we can change them to whatever we want really but yeah dutch and uh, swedish i think were meant to be the easiest because you guys have the same grammar as us or something like that or very similar oh, grammar i didn't even know that because like in obviously french spanish italian they will have like it's a bit more complicated you're somewhere kind of in the middle mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's a bit yeah yeah that makes sense. German grammar is apparently a whole different thing on it in its own. That well. is ridiculous. German grammar is okay. So I didn't have German classes after high school, and I wasn't even like in high school for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I yeah, I only had German there for like two years or something, two and a half, something yeah. like that. Um, I never got it then. And then I completely dropped learning any German at all. I hated the language for a while because yeah. uh, my teacher was so fucking awful. That's why like, I'm, I'm French. I'm not even kidding. I this one time, um, she was she told us to like put our phones away mm-hmm. and like put them on silent and then put them away because she didn't want to see any phones. I pulled my phone out like two seconds later than anybody else to turn it off and she kicked off at me she was so angry and I was like I got angry because I'm like I'm yeah. literally turning it off I take exactly. it out two seconds later and I she I at first was refusing to give her my phone to like you know lose it for like a couple days mm-hmm. and then uh she, I was pissed so I eventually walk over and I throw my phone on the, on the table like why well, enjoy this <laughs> I'm like 14 years old like i love this 
get that bitch <laughs> why are you be like what to the teacher why are you beefing with a 14 year old you know what i mean like what's the fucking point mm-hmm. and also i generally find it a very weird concept to like take kids phones like yeah. i get it because like people are or like kids distracted. nowadays especially like are constantly on their phones and they get distracted and whatever but at the same time like it's their responsibility like if they yeah. miss anything like it's uh their responsibility and even at my last uh school and it doesn't happen at this one but my last school would take everybody's phones at the beginning of class and it would go into a locker what and um you could you just get it by the end of class and in breaks and stuff like that and sometimes even when i don't know they wouldn't even take it if we were gonna use our phones and stuff like that but at the same time like it was pretty much filled with adults like it's our own responsibility no exactly that's why at university like put it in this way i mean this hasn't happened since the pandemic we've been lecture halls and you teach someone sat in front of you like online shopping it's like it's up to you like obviously they could like if you're talking loudly on the phone like get the fuck out of my legs yeah but like don't take calls yeah don't take calls but like um i mean i get it in like high school when you're like a teenager and stuff like that yeah. then obviously there's some different rules and it's not as much of your own responsibility so i get it in high schools but mm-hmm. like after that when you're an adult like I don't know just and I get it like a little warning and like having to change rules and whatever but yeah when kids aren't listening yeah um, but yeah I don't know it's just a weird concept to me in general um and I remember actually that teacher oh I I was talking about how German grammar that was out anyway um yeah I just completely started hating the language for a while and then eventually i started uh, enjoying it again and ever since i started learning i think it was like 2018 i never got it and that's what held me back from learning more and more um and even now i actually do have classes again um and it's like i just don't know what like how to do it and like and the thing is they german speaking people whether they're german or austrian or whatever they literally say say like we don't even know what we're doing yeah just say something like it's and there's there's certain words where every like word you put before it is possible so Mm -hmm. it's like or it's different in every area or whatever so it's like, what the hell am I supposed to like? <laughs> just make some better rules. <laughs> that reminds me of this TikTok I saw, and it was like French. It was like, how to know if a word is masculine or feminine? It's like I can't tell you. You've just got to know. And I was like, <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly it with German. Like, um, it's so weird. Mm. And the thing is, like, we don't in Dutch. There's not necessarily like masculine and feminine. I mean. Yeah. Not as much as in, like, you know, those other languages where it's like, Italian, yeah, yeah, it was like an O or an A or whatever, yeah. Uh, and that I, I 
get a little better because it's like two options. But yeah. like in German, it's there's like three, though, three or four. In some and then it's not even, I don't necessarily think it's usually the word itself, but just the thing that you put before it. So it makes it even harder because like, what, like they gender tables and like yes. objects. It's like, what's, what's the point? You know what someone told me once? I find really, really funny. I'm going to have to say this. Um, the word for vagina in French is masculine. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Like, how? What? Okay. But, like, how hilarious. can men still say that the world isn't revolved around them? I found that really, really funny. I think someone said it on Twitter and that's why I found out. And I was like, huh? Like, but that's hilarious to me. Like it's that is ridiculous. The fuck? I just said like men think the world revolves around that. Like, but like, you know, if you if you listen to this podcast, you know if it's about you or not. <laughs> if you if you got mad, you know it's about you. If you're like, oh yeah, true, it's not. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, like, um, I there's definitely a nice way to kind of correct people. Also, I don't like to correct people's English because I find it can come across really badly. But I feel like there is a way to do it, and I am appreciative when people do it. But you got to just be like not mean about it. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I feel like, especially my English grammar, could be better. But at the same time, like, mm-hmm. everybody understands me, so I'm exactly. like okay with the. I don't know the amount I speak yeah or how well I speak I guess uh- <laughs> as well like I suppose for you and I've heard like Marta say this as well before COVID like you guys I'm not I don't want to put words into your mouth but this is kind of stuff you said to me before you both thought like your English was better before COVID because you were traveling absolutely. Like, more absolutely so, like right now really like I said I speak Dutch a lot more um I don't speak talk to you guys on facetime or anything as much yeah um it's a lot harder now and like i only notice when i'm like speaking like mm-hmm. right now and yeah um, i have to think about how i word things and if i don't i just combine words that don't make sense like i've done like three times already <laughs> yeah i mean i can't notice a lot it's like especially with like the whole there 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 and stuff like i know the difference and your and your well, that took um, me years to get my head around like in primary school though obviously because we'd learn it earlier but like there there and there like belonging the only way I remembered it is like by putting it in context is how I remembered it so I was like yeah. there is in like over there there is in like my jacket and like that's the only way I like learned it and the other one with the apostrophe I only learned that by telling myself that it was two words like they are put together mm-hmm. And, like, it took me years to learn that. So I wouldn't want to learn that as a foreign language. (laughs) Yeah, but I feel like it just makes sense to us because we're so aware of, like, it is a different language. Yeah. And obviously there's people that just don't care. um, English speakers constantly. But I feel like with us, it's something you learn in primary school, so you should know, versus, like, a foreign language is a lot harder. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, I don't know, I've had a lot of people tell me that I speak English a lot better than the general public in the UK, especially in America, even. I've had a lot of Americans tell me that as well, which is so funny because it just gives it more of like the American stereotype. 
I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's something I've noticed, though, with my English. Talking to you guys, my English, in theory, has actually got worse because I'm using more American, Aussie, like different variations of words you wouldn't use in British English. Uh, So in theory, my English has actually got worse. But I think it doesn't really matter because everyone still knows what I mean. But I might say something like, instead of sun cream, I'll say sunscreen or something like that. And that's not an English word. That's an American word. You know what's actually really funny? Because I remember a while ago, I was talking to one of my American friends and I mentioned sun cream and she was like, what are you talking about? Do you mean sunscreen? I was like, do you just not know? Can you just figure there's out what like, it means? There's like three different words that I can come up with right now for the same thing. Yeah. Sunblock also is another yeah. one. You use. I think that's that could be American. It could be Aussie. I don't really know. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it it literally says what it is. And as long as it's like sun cream, sunscreen, sunblock. It, yeah. Like if you say it to a British person, they'll probably be like, okay, that's not the English version of the world, but like, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I feel like English people generally know more of the American version than yeah. Americans know about the English version. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like Australians know British English quite well because like a lot of British people have Australian family and so on and their spelling is the same pretty much yeah yeah pretty much yeah and they're like abbreviate everything though like like McDonald's is Maccas like who the fuck decided that but also like there are so many similarities between like the typical British accents and Australian accents I think so yeah it just sounds a little I don't know how to explain it in English but it just sounds a little different but a little more lazy. The Aussie accent is kind of more like that. It's kind of yeah. I sound a bit. But then like the Kiwi one is more like nasally, so like that. Um, but I can do those accents decently. It's like not. I I can tell I'm not from there, but like, uh, yeah. Um, but it's really easy for me to slip into those accents versus like an American accent. So I can see like how it would sound really different to a foreign speaker as well. How does like? I've had some people tell me they can tell different accents apart in English, but some people can't. And I th- I think. I, I wonder if it just varies per person because, like I said, I can tell different accents in French. But I wonder if some people it all sounds the same. But for me, I can tell the difference. Yeah, it's, that's actually really funny because I remember when I was really young, probably like seven or eight, mm-hmm. maybe even younger, I could not hear the difference between American and British, which is fucking insane. Like <laughs> they're very different. Yeah. How? Um, but now I can hear the differences between like north and south and like yeah when i meet new people and or british people especially yeah. like i'm like oh are you from around there and they're like, like oh yeah. yeah 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 i mean for me one thing i've noticed is because of like how international is everything is not just in terms of like my friendships and others and things but um if i watch a tv show that's an american accent it doesn't register to me that it's an american accent until i actually think about it it's just like it's just English like I don't really recognize different accents unless say like I'm directly talking to someone so when I'm directly talking to Evan who's Canadian I can really I I pay so much attention to the accent just subconsciously but if I was watching like a video of Evan talking like it wouldn't even register to me that he's got a different accent to me and I don't know how to explain that but that's actually really interesting what I do find though whenever because every time I've met Evan Mm -hmm. you guys have been around as well and I think I mentioned this last time, but 
I'm like, I hear you, you guys' accent, and then Evan starts speaking because he doesn't talk a lot. But when he <laughs> he does like start speaking, I'm like, wait, whoa, your accent is so fucking strong. Like, what is this about? No, like it's it's just like a Canadian accent. Like, it's not that deep. But like, exactly, it's so funny because it. I don't know. It just you suddenly notice it a lot easier. I find that when I meet ATC, like my accent stands out a lot more I don't really know and then I know that it does for them as well because Chrissy was asking how uh asking their photographer how they'd copy my accents <laughs> which I found I quite funny that. but um he was like where are you from and I was like oh York and he was like huh because I think he's from like Brighton where like India is from and I was like yeah my accent is like a southern accent I don't have like a northern accent I can't really explain why but <laughs> it just kind of happened <laughs> Exactly. It just happened. I don't really know how. Uh, I think but it could. What, what is your sister's accent like, though? More like yours or more, more, I don't know. Sort of in the middle. She doesn't have the regional accent, but she doesn't have as strong as I do. Mm-hmm. It's probably where you can tell she's from here and certain words, uh, but it just kind of sounds very like you can't really pin it down to anywhere. Yeah. Because what I remember hearing from like your dad speaking, you guys have pretty much the same accent. You think so? My dad definitely, you can tell he's from around here, but it's very mild if us. I mean, it's not like I've heard your dad speak a lot, but like we haven't had a whole conversation. Because <laughs> you always mute him. <laughs> I do because he just, he tries to do, he likes to mimic accents just like I do. And he has like a Dutch one and he really wants me to let let, let you see it. <laughs> I, I really want to hear it though. I really do want to hear it. Because it's just, your dad is such an icon. He's so funny. <laughs> My mom's hearing this and she's like punching them all. <laughs> no, but I'm for real. Like I've mentioned this before, but you guys need to like make a, a TikTok for like all the funny content. <laughs> He went viral last year, actually, on my sister's TikTok. A quarter of a million likes or something ridiculous. Or oh, views, geez. I'm not really sure. It was, it was, yeah. Um, I made her take it down. I'm sorry. No, I was in it as well. And I was like, I'm not happy being in it. Can you, like, please take it down? But yeah, that kind of went quite off track quite quickly. But that was episode three. We hope you enjoyed. Um, you, most people probably have no clue what we're talking about the entire time. Uh, but if you were mentioned in this, enjoy. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's 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 that. So we're going to be posting some more on the socials these days because my my social media management of that account was just trash. So I'm going to make up the game a bit. Um, and we should be back fairly soon for another episode. I'd probably say two weeks to be safe. Uh, but we will decide what's going on soon. And yeah, everything's on the social media. Uh, But this has been great and we will see you again soon. Bye. Bye.